Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. Hello and welcome to the Recharge Wrestling Podcast. We're here every week to plug you in to the world of professional wrestling. I'm your co-host Keeney and I'm joined as always by Fisher and Krusty. Hi guys. Hi guys. All right, so I think obviously the big the big talking point this week was all out, wasn't it guys? I, I think that's where we've got to start. And yeah. the bulk I think of we, the podcast huge. today. Yeah, Huge. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I think the most of the podcast today is going to be just reviewing all out because it was such a massive show. Um, so, I mean, clearly, it's 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 the ending that everyone's talking about. What what were your guys' thoughts when when the when Adam Cole came out? What were your thoughts then? Well, when Adam came out, I was thinking I, I knew something was happening because there was like ten minutes left of the pay per view when yeah. Um, because you can tell I'm not watching it live. It's such a shame. I wish there was no time limit. <laughs> yeah. Because there's always... I, I can't help but do that as well. I'm like, oh, no. I, as you say, yeah. The match ended, left, I was like, well, something's, something's up. And I, I was expecting Daniel Bryan anyway. But I didn't... Adam Cole was kind of up in the air. So I wasn't expecting Adam Cole necessarily. And then when Adam Cole came out, I was like, oh, wow. Okay, that's a swerve. That's really cool. So then when he came out, I thought, well, maybe we're not getting Bryan tonight then. Maybe they're saving yeah. him because there's... You know, there's another big show coming up in New York in a couple of weeks. Um, so I thought maybe they're, they're saving Daniel Bryan for that. Um, but then the brilliant swerve where he kicked, super kicked Jungle Boy and then no, Kenneth, uh, the young yeah, bucks was so kiss, good. kiss him on the cheeks. And I, I was, I was loving it. I was absolutely loving it. And then I was thinking, well, now he's joining them. Surely something else has got to happen because there has to be someone to confront the elite. Um, so then I kind of thought, yeah. well, maybe we're still getting Brian as well. And I think the crowd started to think that as well. You could tell by the sort of, they were, they were expecting Brian in the first place because they were chanting, yes. Um, and then Adam Cole come out. They were kind of like, oh, wow. Okay, we're not oh. expecting that. And then I think, um, you know, when Brian come out, obviously then they got two huge surprises as well as a couple of others peppered throughout the show. But those two to end it was just incredible. Well, the crowd was wild for Cole, and I think it was a massive surprise. And the, the crowd was was big, and I couldn't believe how what another level it went to when Brian's music dropped. Yeah, um, oh, I just mad. thought it was amazing. Um, and as you say, the swerve with the super kick, and then the, the arrogance just come in with the kiss. And you think, can the elite get any better? Can I, will anyone actually beat them? 
And then bringing Daniel Bryan out is just something to to take it to another level and think, actually, yeah, here we go. We've got someone who can actually compete with them here. Um, really, really exciting times. They did throw, they went all out. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, they it's really did go name. all out. Yeah, yeah I, I, I could have believed the, uh, the, the balls on Tony Khan to do to do both in and not just both in a night. Because I think we discussed last week, we were thinking, oh, if Cole comes out, is it, is it in Britt Baker? Does he come out here? But to put them both in the main event within yeah. two minutes of each in other. In the same segment, it's ballsy. It's just next level. And this, this is why we love wrestling, isn't it? This, this is why we're doing a podcast. This is why, this is why we watch wrestling for, for moments like this. It, it was... It was monumental. It's something that we'd spoken about for completely years, unexpected years and years. Because um, we I, were I talking think... about it last week, wasn't we? we? We were talking about both of these yeah. and speculating. It, it seems weird because it's as if we kind of predicted it, not in this way. But it's yeah, I mean, as I know, we, I, we I, I don't know. Coming, if, but... Yeah, I, I don't know if anyone would have predicted them both to come no. out in in at no. the same segment. And I think, I I think I've messaged um, you guys kind of after to say this is. I just think this is groundbreaking stuff from AW. I really think I've you know I've I've always thought they're a really good alternative to WWE. Now I think they're they're on that level. They're they're, they're right up there now. And these signings are just unbelievable. I, I just can't I wasn't I wasn't expecting Cole actually. Like obviously there were rumors and but I just thought nah I I because there's always that talk of Cole having a meeting with Vince, you know, and the you know I, I just thought there's no way Vince isn't getting Cole to stay. He's going to offer him the world and money to talk to the end of the day. And I just thought that I, I just, I, I just, I wouldn't have put money on Cole going there. And so him to come out first was a big shock. Yeah. And I think they did it the right way around because then I wasn't expecting uh, Brian after that. I know no. you said after the super kick finish, but even after that, I wasn't expecting Brian. I don't know. Maybe I'm naive, but I just thought, oh my God, this is their big ending. Well, I joined the elite. It was only because, again, I, I could see, see there was still another five minutes or so left of the show. And Would I knew you, they weren't yeah. just going to do a five-minute promo at the <laughs> yeah. end of the show. After me, I, so, I, I, I wasn't... I was aware of that. I was sure, aware. Because sometimes you can get a, um, a leak beat down for like 10 minutes. Well, to be, to be Don Callis Dynam- fanning people with his jacket. and Yeah, the end of Dynamite <laughs> like last that. week, I mean, that went on for a long time in that cage, didn't yeah, it? On the Lucha yeah. Bros and stuff. And that was a long beat down. And, um, but what an you amazing... You mentioned about AEW now being on the level of WWE. I suppose the difference between these signings and the ones we've had recently is before it's all been WWE's cast-offs. I know in yeah. AEW they've been elevated to another level. Yeah, um, they've been apart released. from the likes of Ambrose and um, Jericho, they're, they're different level. But these guys are people who WWE would have wanted to keep. And yeah. they've had in their main event level, yes, on NXT and and then main roster. But it was obvious Adam Cole was at that level where he could have gone up. So these are people they've actually competed for and they've got. And yeah. I think they are going to use them better, especially Cole. I said last week about his size and concerns on the main roster. I think mm. he's going to fit in perfectly at AEW. Yeah, um, I think he suits AEW more than he suits a Raw or, or a SmackDown, I think. There was a hint Personally. I saw earlier in the match. I, I know, um, sorry, in the night. I knew I'm what sort you were going to say. Off scale, oh, but it was I the, was going to um, mention that. As I can't well. remember what they called it, but it was, oh, it was the uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Sunrise from Britt Baker. And I was like, yeah. hey, that's got to be a clue. And that was insane, by the way. Um, yeah. Oh, about that later. But 
Yeah. Absolutely I, amazing end to that. I, I just have, and I, I, want, I do want to talk on the match in a minute, the actual Christian uh, Omega match. I thought, I thought it was really good. But the, I just have a question. Have AW done, have they got too many stars? Like, it's going to be so hard. Like, the main event's only so big. And they've, they've got Punk, Brian, Omega, Darby Allen, Hangman. Um, the thing Adam, I can Adam compare Cole. it to, though, is the Attitude Era. If you think, and I think that's why we never got bored. I know we were younger, but you had Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, Edging Christian, Dudley Boys, all people who you could came, say yeah. is going to be a main eventer. So let's have the whole card as a main event. So you're not thinking, oh, this person's on first. I'm not fussed about this. I'm waiting for the last two matches. Hopefully you're going to have big hitters. They don't necessarily have to be yeah. going for a title. But you you, you are right. They yeah. have a roster now. They can have a <coughs> seven, eight match card and it can all be like and they can, and they, can cy- they can cycle people better as well. You know, they, you're not going to have... Malachi Black didn't make the card all out. You know, yeah. but I bet he'll be on the next pay-per-view. Lance yeah. Archer, you know, he's not been around for a bit. He, they'll throw him back into a yeah. high-profile Yeah, spot, so there are know? a couple of names I am slightly concerned about. I think Lance Archer's one of them. I think Brian Cage is another. I just can't see him being pushed in the main event now with all these names. I just can't see where he well, fits it depends in. Whether, it depends whether those talents want to be pushed as main events, main, main eventers, or do they want to just have good matches and enjoy themselves? Because... Oh, there's there's good matches for days in AW now. Exactly. Like it, it depends because if they're still in storylines that are fulfilling them creatively and mm. they're still getting good matches and they're wrestling on TV, that is enough for a lot of people. That, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think they have I to answer your question directly, I, I don't think they've got too many stars. I don't think you can ever have too many stars. I think Krusty made a very good point about the attitude era. That yeah, was that was a stars. good point, yeah. But I do think lower down the cards. They, there may be a few people that suffer and must be thinking, I'm never going to get on Dynamite, let alone a pay-per-view. Um, but, their, their, their roster's you know, insanely stacked now. It, like, insanely stacked. Like, Because obviously you have to compare Dynamite to Raw or SmackDown, not to WWE as a whole. If you compare WWE as a whole, we're probably similar top-level stars-wise, but AEW has them all, and they're all competing on one brand, all competing for the same... Yeah, and I, 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 I don't want there to be more titles added. I don't want you to or add. a brand split. <laughs> yeah, well, I actually don't know if I'd mind a brand split. It, it depends. Let's, let's see how they do. Let's see how they do. They, you know, they, they, you know, they'll probably do great. I don't, th- I don't think they need to do it. All these. People. I don't think they need to split it, but I do think they need to cycle people. So every couple mm. of weeks, we see. I think they've been doing that very well anyway. Yeah, they have. Yeah, and I, I hope yeah. we don't lose people like Brian Cage and Lance Archer. Yeah, I'm, I'm just worried on these stars. Like, Sammy Guevara is another one. I just thought he's going to the top. And now I think in their priority list, he's probably 10. Do you now. think they're going to stay around, though, for that long and wrestle every week? I can't see the likes of Punk and Brian doing week in, week out. No, unless they're Punk, building up Punk to won't a pay-per-view. Be, Punk won't be. He might be there a lot. But he's not going to be wrestling every week. Um, yeah. So you should get the you should get the um, the space for the likes of yeah. Cage to come in and wrestle. They have got a card now, though, where you like it's about Ashidera. There, there's 10, 15 people now that are genuine title challengers to Kenny Omega. There's so many people you could put in that main event and it seemed fine. Like I say, down 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 to Guevara and Miro and Andrade and Pack. 
I, you I put, think you the key is Orange well, Cassidy. Put them in main events. It's not. It doesn't look weird. I, I think the key is now as well. Is you, you had a lot of people. I think before that you could put in matches for the main event, and Christian is an example of that. He's perfectly capable, but you knew he wasn't going to win. Whereas now you've got quite a few guys. You think he might be Omega. He because like, I thought Hangman Page was going to be definitely the guy to dethrone Omega mm. at some point. But now I think well, surely Brian Knight, Punk could, MJF could. You know. Yeah. Um, who knows what would they do with Cole? Adam Cole, obviously. If Cole, yeah, the only if, problem is, you know, I still think Adam Page is going to be the guy to take it off him because that storyline is so good. They, they shouldn't drop the story. They shouldn't. The only thing they could do is maybe have him drop the belt to someone like Brian and then win it back, mm. or they just take the title out of it. But I think that's it would be such a waste to have Page lose. To, to have Paige, sorry, not win the belt after the, this period. I know, it would be a real shame. So it would be long. a real shame. And that would feel a bit WWE-like of them to go, here's a star, we're going to stick the belt on him and scrap everything we've done. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's I don't just... think AEW would do that, but let's hope not. No, I, I think they have, they have good faith of their fans. I think I don't think we have any reason to, to doubt them doing, you know, do, doing wrong by these guys. They're, they're, they're going to do them right. But I think the match in itself, I don't know about you guys, but I loved this match. And I, I was, I, I think I said before, I think the build-ups hooked me in way more than I expected. But again, the match, I thought, oh, this will be standard match. It would be good because it's two good wrestlers. But I thought this match was really good. Like, very worthy of main event in this card. I thought it was such a good match. And Christian surprised me, actually, with some of the stuff he did. Like, he took that spot on the table where, like, the leg went, went into his side. That proper painful, mm. but I just thought it was such a good match. I um... yeah, I um I didn't expect it at all. Um, I think I think I'd mentioned sort of privately to you guys. I didn't think much of Christian. I was almost ready for him to take a back seat, and then suddenly this storyline captured my interest. Um, he's been fantastic in ring, out of ring, and I was really invested. Even though, like uh, Fisher said, I, I almost knew he wasn't going to win. But yeah. the way the match was wrestled. There was a few moments where I thought oh, we could get this. Um, yeah, he, do, he he did take it like a trooper. Um, the match was amazing. I, I loved the bit where Omega, which I can't think I've ever seen before, where he like reverse put Christian through a table, where he put the table. Oh on yeah, he yeah he like stepped on it, didn't he? On it. Did like a coup that was de amazing. I've never thing, seen yeah. that before. Not, not that yeah, I can that, remember. that was a great spot. I thought yeah. that was fantastic, and I loved how Omega, although he. They tend to put the heel back and make them not look as good and cheat and things like that. But he just looked fantastic. Um, they made him look such a good wrestler. Like when he did the moonsault off of the crowd's barrier, I was like, what the hell? Is yeah, this? it's also funny because he actually, didn't he? He like slipped the first time. Yeah. And like the crowd, the crowd were on his back and then he just gets up and does it again. It's like, oh, well. Yeah, he just shows how good he is. I think yeah. all the elements He's the same. were just absolutely and- amazing. I know we said it last week. We've even said it the week before, but his, but he, what they called the dragon suplexes he does. Oh, I love, I love. That's my, my favorite thing he does. God, I think more so than any other one. Some of the ones he did like two or three in a row on Christian. Where I was like, Jesus Christ! It's just like, how has Christian not got a broken neck after those? Uh, uh, it's just mad how he I, does it. I um, I love this match, but there is only t- there's two things. But small criticisms, and neither of them are Kenny or Christian. Oh, here he is. Debbie Down is on the way. <laughs> no, no, and I'm just, I'm just going to make a, a point about how long AEW's shows are. 
because I felt like the crowd in this match was very, very quiet um, compared to the rest of the show. You had CM Punk like two matches before it. And you had the MJF Jericho match, mm-hmm. the Lucha mm-hmm. Bros match. They were going wild, Ruby Soho and everything. They were going mad mm-hmm. for that. And I felt like because it's such a long show and this was the main event. And also my second point is because we all knew Kenny was never losing the belt. I don't think the crowd were into this match as much as they could have been. And Maybe that's they were not... waiting as well. And that. I feel like they were waiting. So the they end. knew something's yeah. happening after. Yeah. The only way that match main events over Punk in Chicago is if well, exactly. something big happens. Ex- exactly. And I felt like the crowd were waiting for that. And that's not a criticism of the match itself. Because I think the match, I agree with you guys on what you said about the match itself. I think both Kenny and Christian did a, a brilliant job in ring. Mm. And the match was great. But even I watching it was kind of thinking, right, well, what, how long, when, yeah. how long, how close to the end is this stopping? And like I said earlier, 10 minutes before the end, it stopped. And I was thinking, well, what was, where's the where's the debuts then and i that was my only slight criticism of it and if it wasn't the main event it it would have been elevated in a sense as a as a match Mm -hmm. but because of all the stuff that happened afterwards with the elite and everyone's going to be talking about that not the match itself anyway but i do think the match in ring wise was very very good it's just i see where you're coming from yeah it happens with all aw shows because their pay-per-views are i think four hours plus an hour pre-show well that's the thing. If you're the, the booker, Tony Khan is. He likes to give his wrestlers time to yeah. have a match. And it's a positive. So, it's a positive and a and, negative. Yeah, but so. then if you have a big card, like you say, if they had a, if they did have like a WrestleMania style card, it would go on for like a day, wouldn't it? The, the, the length of matches because <laughs> they, they don't really do. They don't really do short matches. Other no, than, I like that. Though. Well, we I, did get I, one. We got I one. Yeah, Paul, yeah, Paul White. Uh, oh yeah, one. that's probably what um, was there that match for me. That's it. I, I think. I, although I agree with Fisher and what he was saying about the um, everyone waiting for the end, I didn't feel that. I was actually really invested in it. I just think little things like Don Callis being around constantly, just being really obnoxious. I, I've said it before. I think he plays an amazing character. Just like when Kenny was on the floor and he was fanning him off with his pink jacket. I think yeah. that's just... <laughs> And I just think that's great. And it, it does make me laugh. And then the ending with that super one-winged angel. Yeah, I mean, that move that was, that was anyway great. is insane. To do mm. it off that, and, and like you mentioned, the uh, Snapdragon uh, suplexes, how that can't hurt him shows how good a wrestler Kenny Omega is. And, and the way Christian took it as well. Um, yeah. Brilliant yeah. match. Really enjoyed it. It really was very, very good. And, and top to bottom, there wasn't, I don't think there was a bad match on the show. I think there was one or two that didn't need to be there necessarily. But over, in terms of wrestling quality, this was a very, very high standard on this show. Should we move on to the second match to talk about, which I think the second talking point really is the return of, obviously we talked about it in detail a lot on previous shows because of Punk's return being huge. Yeah. In terms of obviously this was the first time we actually got to saw him in the wrestling ring, wrestling a match. In seven years, yeah. Um, so I guess I want to know your thoughts, Krusty, because you you said last week you you he had he had big shoots he had big shoots to fill. Yeah, because you, 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 you didn't watch him. You didn't watch him in his sort of WWE run, so it's interesting yeah. to to know. What did you make you're, of him? You're calling me out. I um I loved it. I, I think he was he was great. I loved the start, the entrances, the build up. Um, I I, I think it was great, and he's not lost his touch, obviously. Um, 
I thought yeah. he was great in ring. If you hadn't have told me that he hadn't wrestled, well, if he hadn't have told me that he hadn't wrestled in seven years, I wouldn't have known. Um, yeah. Obviously, you've got Derby, who is one of the best on the roster at taking hits. And yeah, I was going to get. I was going to say that. Yeah, um, he's he's a perfect opponent. Now, yeah. in in hindsight, it's easy to say because I I was skeptical when the match got announced. I thought, I don't know. Do you want your most over guy to go against? You know, returning CM Punk, but actually, perfect opponent, wasn't it? Yeah, really? I think the bumps he took. I mean, there was one where he like threw himself into the turnbuckle on his back. Oh, when he flew yeah. out of the ring. Yeah, and stuff oh. like that. And you're just thinking he's making Man. Punk look so good at it because he's throwing his body around. And Darby was, I think if you put him in there as someone who wrestles a slower style, doesn't fry around the ring, maybe like an MJF, the promos and that would have been fantastic. The match would have still been good, I'm sure, but it wouldn't have looked as good. I think Darby was the perfect opponent for his first match. And I think Punk didn't really miss a step. Um, He looked in great shape. In ring wise, um, I love his ring gear to what he used yeah, to say, wear. Yeah, I was gonna say I I, I liked um, his ring gear. Yeah, I did know that. And, and like Krusty said, I mean the entrance was it's just I'd love watching that and and Derby and I, I special mention as well to so the after match angle. I thought was perfect for what they needed it to do. Sting coming down, them shaking hands, you know, yeah. respect between uh, Punk and Sting. I'd have, I'd have hated if Punk just randomly turned heel or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad like, there was no angle. Why yeah. are you doing that? You know, I thought just a perfect respect built between them they already had respect in the build-up anyway um so i just thought that tied a bow on it neatly and was like right let's move on to something punk will move on to something else now i'm sure and so will darby and sting um but yeah really um really really good match for for what it was for his first match back in seven years yeah i'm a cm punk fan now just see you yeah good good (laughs) i didn't think it'd take you long i'm just glad to see him back and i mean i know you guys said um Earlier, do you don't know if you you know if if, if a wrestle match? But I, I, you know, from 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 what he said, he, he does seem to want to be around. He wants to he wants to fight all these guys, and he 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 wants he wants matches. So I I don't know whether I I think he might be on most pay per views coming up. I think I, he'll be on the pay per views. I don't, I don't think know he'll if, wrestle yeah. loads on TV. I, I think he might be on commentary. He'll do a promo. He'll build stuff, obviously. But I, I don't see him mm. just wrestling loads of matches every week on Dynamite. He might do the, he'll do the odd one, I'm sure. But even, you know, like the top, I mean, Kenny doesn't wrestle every week on Dynamite. He's always there, but he doesn't wrestle every week on Dynamite. Yeah, he doesn't need to now, You, you need to keep him, big You need the, to keep him special. Uh, is. Yeah, well, I think that's the way to do it with your top talent. You know, Roman Reigns doesn't wrestle much on, no. on SmackDown. Exactly. So that's, that's, that's how you've got a book. He's always there. He's not an absent champion, but he's... They have to do it right, though, don't they? Yeah, you, as, as long there. as you're in storyline, and either, and the thing is, what um Omega's got is he's he's got he's got guys who can wrestle matches almost on his behalf. Like you know, Reigns doesn't necessarily wrestle, but Usos will wrestle his mm-hmm. challenger. There's there's always a storyline yeah. match reason for a match, and I think Omega has that. Yeah, um, I think that's good if you've got that. What I don't want, and I keep referring back to it, is a Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar, where you've got Brock Lesnar's never there, and you've got Paul Heyman <laughs> doing promos, yeah. which he's brilliant. But after six oh, months of it, it's it a bit repetitive. tiring. Yeah. So let's hope they, they stay in the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Really important that they do. Um, should we, are we ready to move on to the next one? Have you said anything yeah. about Yeah, I think so. So what, 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 what are we going to next? We're going to the match of the night? Yeah, let's talk about... I match, think, of, match of the year? I think how, it's... I mean, how, how, how far do you go on this one? It's, it's got to be match of the year contender, surely. 
I was certainly a contender, but I remember two weeks ago on this, on our first pod, I waxed mm. lyrical about Walter V. Dragunov saying it's my match of the year. It's my favourite match in a long time. Like I've not, And now two weeks later, I might have to change my mind on match of the year because it's tight. They're very different matches. One's a one-on-one, like, brawl almost in the ring. Yeah. Like, just a, a crazy one-on-one match. This is a tag team match in a steel cage with loads of spots. Um, it's a very, very different match, but I loved it just as much. Um, and this was just, and I, I loved it that the Lucha Brothers won. So this is well. Lucha Brothers versus um, Young Bucks. Young Bucks, by the way. So if we haven't said, yeah, yeah. We just, away, yeah. I guess people can guess, but just in case, yeah, um, yeah, you know you're in for a good time when someone brings out a, an expensive shoe with tacks <laughs> in the bottom of it. You know, there's going to be trouble. I love That's that. Mad. Part, yeah. It was mad. Normally, um, I don't like things like that. I, I'm not too keen on the blood and the, the gore for the sake of it, but I think it worked in this match because it was that intense. And the way they used it, it wasn't like they were sat grating it off each other's faces or anything like that. It yeah. was super kicked. And, and, and I think they have the history like and the yeah. storyline kind of made it work. They've had ma- they had a match two years ago at AEW, you know, when the Young Bucks yeah. beat them. They've had, obviously, the beatdown angle on Dynamite where the Lucha Bros got like really beaten up and destroyed. It felt like this match needed to be in a steel cage. It needed to have some violence in it. Um, yeah. You know, oh, wait, I, I have got, I've got some negatives on this match, believe it or not. Oh, really? I've got two negatives. I think there was a spot where they were in, uh, they're all in a square and they were super kicking each other and kicking one, one fall down, then they kicked the other yeah, one. Yeah, I, I remember that. that, that was, that, that's a bit too contrived to me. Like, I want to see a bit more, because so much of their, of their offense flowed brilliantly and like, obviously it's all contrived, but it all looks. I know like, what you mean, because you, you get looks like it flows. Like that Young bucks this, do do that. This, this, this was like, you know, you can imagine, you know, this happening on an advert break on a show just to please the crowd. Like, it, it wasn't, it didn't fit the match, I don't think, that spot in particular. That's one thing. And the other thing, it isn't necessarily a criticism on, on this match, but just Lucha Bros in general, every big match they have, someone just tries to take off their masks. And I'm a, I'm a bit bored of it now. I think, I'm trying to think, who did it before? Is it Pac maybe did it? Or did he save them? They had a match. They had a match a while ago. It was a long time ago, actually, now. But, like, their, their biggest match... To this point, I can't remember who it was against off the top of my head, but their mask face got ripped off, both of them, and bleeding. It was very, and again, it's just. I think that's it, an overdone spot in wrestling. Yeah, I, I don't think yeah. that, yeah. and not, not that, really that, should, that shouldn't happen all the time. If, if this was the first time it happened, I'd be like, oh, that was amazing. But I was like, oh, they're, they're doing yeah. this again. It's a shame because it should happen in this sort of match. Yeah, they've actually yeah. shouldn't this be match thinking. Yeah, like yeah that, that's the thing. I actually don't think it's a criticism of this match. I think, I don't think it necessarily, I think that fits more than that's spot I, told, I said a minute ago but because it's happened before with mm. the lucha bros and i think maybe even there was a penta v phoenix match once and they both took each other's marks masks off or very close to i do remember that yeah they did have a match it was quite that was actually a great match by the way um but yeah this was amazing i think a lot of think, them in yeah i think a lot brilliant. of people a lot of people are saying this is like the best tag match in history i've heard stuff like that but for me Hangman and Omega v the Bucks was better than this. I, I agree with you. I think that was match. better. Yeah. I think that other one was better. This was a different type. It's again, it's a different type of match. I know they're both tag team, but that was a that was a proper tag team match. This was a hardcore a tag team yeah, match, essentially. Um, and it mm. was it was perfect for this show because I think it, there was a lot of singles matches. Obviously, there was the um, the the 
casino battle royale and and stuff and this this added something extra to the to the show i think just a spectacle well, i loved the big moves they had the crazy moves uh, they sort of were dueling at one point on the apron where they had each, uh, each other's partner <laughs> yeah yeah um, uh, like almost taunting each other into into doing things uh i i thought it was great and i think the result for me is is exactly what i wanted the fact that as we said about early on in aw it was lucha bros versus young bucks and the young bucks came out on top it felt like so it's almost like this has been building all that time um another thing i i've been thinking about I, i'm quite as much as i loved the elite and them having all the gold I think it'd be quite nice to bring the um, the tag belts away from that storyline to give yeah. them their own prestige. So it's not, oh, here's Kenny Omega and the Elite with all the belts. It's going to be, that's the tag team belts now. Let's concentrate yeah, on that. Yeah, I, I actually agree. Especially with Cole joining the Elite. I think they can. there's, there's some insane six-man tag matches they can have with Cole and the Bucks against whoever you want. Name any three people and it'll, it'll be a great match. And yeah. I, I think I think considering the angle, they did, they did they did the right I'm, thing taking. Oh yeah, that would be insane. That. That's they did be the, man. Yeah, they did the right thing taking the belts away, and I think you're right. There's so many good tag teams in AEW, like FTR, Santana and Ortiz. Like that's now, match I, I want to I yeah, see Santana, Santana Ortiz, Ortiz v yeah. the Lucha Bros is what I want to see. You know, yeah. the Butcher yeah. to come back, Butcher and Blade are back. I know you're a big fan, Krusty. <laughs> He's back. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You, you can't. I'm celebrating on, on yeah. camera. I, I realise you can't see me. And also, with, with, yeah, yeah. Without context, his walk's amazing. Big fan. Hopefully, he's not someone who's going to suffer from um, this big roster that Keely was talking mm. about earlier. Yeah, um, maybe. That that that, that was that was definitely the least um, impressive comeback on the night. Butcher. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have to say, actually, if we're moving on to that match quickly, I actually that was one of my favorite matches of the night in Wing Wise, weirdly. Yeah, no, it was good actually. I thought me. it was an excellent fun, like just a really fun pre-show matches. They don't have to be like five star classics, yeah. meaningfuls. Don't need they just stories, have to be really yeah. fun matches that make you think, oh, this is great wrestling. I want to buy the show. And I think that was perfect for that. No, I just want to give big props to Private Party. I think they're so good. So well, I think good. they're being underused. They are. I, I, think they need I don't to come like them with Matt Hardy. Hardy. Yeah. No, it doesn't make sense. I'm not, to me. I'm not a understand. fan of the Matt Hardy character development mm. that he's gone through, really. It's awful. Yeah. Um, for me in this match, proper party. He needs to delete the MVPs. <laughs> he does need to delete. <laughs> delete. He does. Delete. Get rid. Yeah, private party needs to go on their own. They were really. Uh, and Butcher and Blade and Bunny with them as well, you know? And, yeah. and 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 definitely th- th- and see, it's, it's almost too, too. too many people let's just get and rid it's of too... Matt Hardy unfortunately as horrible as that sounds he could be doing something better than Matt Hardy. he's not even good as a manager I don't I don't enjoy it one bit not one bit yeah. I preferred the Paul White match <laughs> to see a Matt Hardy not not yeah. to the pre-show match just yeah no, <laughs> just I in general you know I haven't got a problem with Matt Hardy in general but I just feel like um no, not I'm, I'm not. I'm that. not a fan of. I'm not a fan of this Matt Hardy character at the moment, particularly. I think it's just. I think he could be doing something more interesting. Bring back Hayman um, Hardy. A really, really nice, um, really nice ten man tag. Like I said, um, just yeah, to briefly good. mention that. Um, yeah, I, I guess next would be the other um, introduction on the night, and that's Ruby Soho. 
like again, I, I think we speculated her last week. Yeah. Um, so if it wasn't, I, I would have been, I'd have actually liked to see more surprises in this match. Yeah, um, I was a bit disappointed because when we recorded the podcast, sorry to cut you off, but um, yeah, I think there was like 17 or 18 people announced and we were saying maybe we're going to get like the Iconics as well as Ruby, or you might get yeah, like a, a, a Diana Perazzo, the, you know, from Impact, um, or like a Camille, Camille, Camille. There was, we want Tessa Chance. And then as you said, though, there's another big show out. coming up. So maybe um, they're holding, maybe they really wanted to go all out and bring the big names. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, Cole. There, there were a couple of, some of these maybe for a couple of weeks. I think time. they wasted a couple of spots in the Battle Royal. Um, one thing actually I didn't get in the Battle Royal um, was they, Sky Blue, I didn't, I've never heard of her. But she came in in the first set, young young girl yeah, from Chicago. Yeah, she, she, she had a good match on Dark Live Week. So. Yeah, she was on Dark, and they thought, right, we'll put her in a battle royal. She's a hometown girl, very popular. And then they just eliminated her straight away. I didn't understand why bother mm. them. You know, I just I thought it was very strange. I thought she would last a little while to, you know, to get the crowd into it, so we'll see what she can do. But I was thinking, well, that's a waste of a spot in the end. All, I'm all for having her in there. But then they didn't do anything yeah, with her. And, I, and also Hikaru Shida, I think, got eliminated second. I was very surprised. Yeah. The early part of the match, I didn't like. But as the match went on, I thought it was very, very good. And then the final bit, the final two, was brilliant. Fundamental. Yeah. I really enjoyed the whole thing, to be honest. Um, I'm glad to see Ruby Soho, because for, if, you, if you're watching on Twitter, we, um, we do predictions for pay-per-views. And I predicted Ruby Soho would come and win. So I got a double pointer. Yeah. Just thought TBA. I'd throw, just thought I'd throw <laughs> that out there. Yeah, I had, there. Um, I had uh, Ty Conti because yeah, she we, did we have a really had, good... We yeah, had she had Conti, a really yeah. good run and she looked really impressive in the match. Mm. Um, and I had Layla Hirsch as second. And she came in and she started suplexing everyone everywhere. I was like, here we go. And then she just got eliminated straight away. I was like, oh, come on. I really yeah. enjoyed some of the angles we had in there. Um, yeah, there were some good stories. We had the in-ring in-ring return of Anna Jay. Um, she looked, she looked really strong. Um, Nyla and Nyla and um, Jade Cargill were kind of dominating I for love a while. That, that is a fuse I, yeah. I think I think that will be a match. Yeah, that is a fuse coming. And yeah, the fact that she's eliminated Jade Cargill, she's going to be fuming. And I think that's a good start because I was wondering who could stop Jade Cargill because you can't have someone just randomly beat her. But then she's just going to plow mm. through the whole roster. Um, yeah, beating everyone. so I think this is a real good clash that they you can say that on for a while. I want Jade Cargill to rip Nyla Rose apart. That's what I want. That's what oh, I want to see too. from Jade Cargill. Yeah, I, I would want Jade Cargill yeah. to win the match. Jade needs to be pushed. I know you predicted her as your second person to win, Keeney, but yeah, I feel it's too just, early for her to, to have that title wanna, match. Yeah, we don't want to have I, I think yeah. maybe she, she loses to Britain and then she loses that momentum. Again, though. I felt Britt was almost in a Kenny Maker position where I thought, who is a legitimate challenger to her? Or point more uh, Roman Reigns on, on SmackDown. But I thought, who, who's, who's a challenger to Britt Baker? And I thought, mm. Jade Cargill's won. You could make that match. And that is like, there's some jeopardy there. Jade Cargill is probably favourite against Britt Baker. You could go either way, couldn't you? You could have Britt Baker really solidifying her. Yeah. Her and I thought, if, if, if you want to move Baker face. Squasher. Yeah. If yeah, you want to move Baker face, that's the way to do it. But then... Cole coming into Hill, so you don't want. It's Baker. very difficult to say what Baker is, to be honest, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think I think they wanted to be a hit. She's positioned as a hill because the way she talks, but she's most she's so on, yeah, and, on the and, roster, yeah. And if she's going to be feuding with Ruby Soho, who's obviously a babyface. So I, I think it's a really good 
feud. Although I, I do, because I think it's a great idea. Ruby straight in wins the match. Great, amazing. But then, is she going to beat Britt Baker? No, I don't think it. I don't think it doesn't. To, I know I just said that you know it damages um, Jade Cargill because she loses momentum. But I don't think Ruby loses much if she loses to the champion. After winning the Battle Royal, I think... I don't think that sort of match can damage people. It's just so crazy. Um, As I started to say earlier, that Anna Jay's return and then sort of teaming up with Conti, I thought was really cool. But then we also had the Bunny and um, Penelope Ford. And I really liked that. There there was like little feuds going on here on amongst the match. Not just one-on-one. I really enjoyed the match. I really enjoyed the match overall. I just, I thought the first couple of minutes of it, the first couple of eliminations baffled me. Apart from that, I thought it was very good. And then we have Thunder Rosa, who I think is great. And she yeah. just looks awesome in this match. And I think they're holding her back for another feud with Brit. So we had that amazing match the other week, uh, over a month now. Yeah. Uh, the, um... Which was one of the best women's matches I've seen in a long time. Yeah. I can't think of a again. better one off my head in recent no, no, memory. Not, certainly not in AEW because they haven't had loads of cracking uh, women's matches. No, but that does segue nicely onto... The women's start match here, which I thought was really good. Again, it's another one I wasn't expecting much because I thought Britt Baker's definitely going to win. I'm not massive on Satlander particularly, but this match really, again, really got me into it. They did a really good job here. And I thought Statland again, very impressive. Yeah. She, she almost surprised me. Maybe I shouldn't be surprised. Maybe that's my bad, but she really surprised me of how good she was in this match. No, I, um... I do rate Statlander. It's been a while since we've seen her, but I think she's a really good wrestler. Um, I think she needs some improvement outside of the ring, which I think is probably why they've put her with Orange Cassidy and Best Friends to try and. Oh, I forgot. Boost her just, there. just remember the best moment of the night almost when Orange Cassidy went mental about getting Satlander back in the oh, ring. Oh, I love that. Yeah, he completely, that completely so lost good. his mind. It was so great. He was, that was like, great because oh, he was, was so chilled normally, and then I, he, she was on the outside of the ring, and he was just going. Yeah, it got, it got to like a nine count. He was like Satlander back in the ring, like screamed at us. Brilliant. Yeah, this match, this match definitely <laughs> delivered. I haven't got a lot of notes written for this match, um, but it was just, it was just a good pay per view match with a decent story, and I'd say the right winner at the end. Yeah, My there's not a lot is, else I, to say about it. There's not much to say. Statlander delivered. The sunrise. The, the sunrise was the key moment. The sunrise, which we already mentioned, that yeah. was an amazingly that was awesome. executed move, um, and a good hint as well. Um, and I yes. I wonder whether they'll play into Baker and Cole as a couple. I think I Baker hope. will mention him in promos, but I don't think they'll yeah. be like an on-screen couple. On-screen, yeah. I think mentioning him, stealing moves. I think unless unless they really do cool. like a... What would you guys feel about Baker joining the Elite? Nah, it doesn't... I don't nah. know. I don't know. I, I would... It would push her in the background, I think. If Adam Cole mm. wasn't in AEW... If she joined a faction, I would have said she'd fit the pinnacle way better than the elite. Just yeah. her character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, but Adam that Cole could be a good just, angle if they do that. Can you imagine her team yeah. up with MJF and um, FTR? Yeah. And you know that that would be cool. But I don't think she needs. She's got her own little faction anyway with Jamie Hayden. Yeah, and, and also and she's Rebel, so. she's she's very alpha as well. I don't think she should like. I think you said, Cassie. She 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 shouldn't be in the background to anyone. We don't she, want to push her to the back. Yeah, she no, I, is. She's. To, to not steal a, a catchphrase, she she is the man on AW. She she she's the woman to to you know everyone has to fall behind. She, yeah. she she's she's the main one. So yeah, don't want to do that. Um, I'd and almost again, argue in wrestling. 
Yeah. Right now, right now, I would 100% agree. Right now. Um, And it kind of segues on to, because we mentioned Pinnacle. Segways. We like segways today. We've been segwayed all day long here. We've got segwayed everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Like a couple of teenagers. Say who didn't segway. Yeah. Yeah. MJF did not segway. Jericho. Now, Jericho didn't segue off the set, did he? Yeah, I've got, again, just all positive. I think this match was really good. And I, I think you do disagree with me here, Fisher. But I think mm. the, the the non-finish in the middle of the match was so good for storytelling-wise because MJF could, can just use that now. It's like, oh, yeah, but I, I beat him. But, you know, ref counted three, so, you know, I, I he should be retired. So I, I, I think as a spot, it was Brilliant, really well done. I, yeah, I mean, you, you can criticize the ref, of course you can, but I, I, I loved it. I mean, the only thing is, from that point, you, you knew Jericho was winning. Yeah, and that was that was yeah. the only thing. My, my main criticism of that was it, it was a great. I get the I get everything you're saying about it, but it fit in the story. MJF can say I I won that match, um, yeah. which is great because you know he's going to do that. Um, though, yeah, my main criticism of that that spot was. Obviously, after that, you kind of did know Jericho was going to win. There was no way MJF was going to pin him twice. And also, they'd done... I don't like dumb ref spots that much anyway, but they'd done one earlier in the night. We'll talk about this match after, because it's a good segue again. But in the Miro-Eddie Kingston match, they did a weird ref spot where Eddie could have won the match if it wasn't for the ref. And I just didn't like... They don't often do this where they repeat a couple of spots and they did this a couple mm. of times. The other thing I was going to mention in this match actually is um, this went on before, just before this, the match before the CM Punk match. And in both matches, they did a count out spot where Jericho laid on the outside for nine and CM Punk laid outside for nine. And then both times you knew they were getting in the ring. It's a bit lazy. Both times you knew they yeah. were just doing it because Punk and Jericho were a little bit out of breath or something. Mm. And you could tell because the camera work as well, that was just on them. And you know, like, just get up then. Like I they think were the commentator like... saved it a bit because I think um, I think it was Jr. Um, said, "Oh, he's 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 he knows what he's doing. He's he's taking the yeah, whole." Yeah, they did. They did try yeah. to do that. I just didn't like the fact they repeated. No, they I don't agree. often do that where they repeat spots twice, and they did that with the they did it with that count out thing, and they did it with the ref, and that was my only criticism. But again, the, when I criticize these things, it's because I have such high standards for. No, AEW. I do agree with you. So I'm like yeah. nit, I'm nitpicking. I'm nitpicking, really. It's yeah. not like it's not going to be the the skid mark of the week or anything. It's not that bad. No, That's the thing. We're, 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 we're the thing I didn't like this, about yeah. it. I, I I think I'd have appreciated it more if the ref had have put his hand down. Someone would have rang the bell, and then he'd have gone, "Oh, hang on, no, I did see it. His foot go on," rather than an external ref. Because then I was thinking the ref saw the um, he saw the foot on the rope. But he didn't just see the baseball bat <laughs> yeah, yeah. smashed in his face. And I was like, hang on a minute. So the ref's watching the whole time, but he's not seeing the interference, the yeah, um, that's, that's a very good point. The disqualifications, but he's seen a, a foot. So I, he just turns a blind I eye. I think the ref the refs in AEW a lot of the time they turn a blind they, you don't get DQ finishes, which is great. You well, yeah, you, you they let so much event. go, don't they? Yeah. You know, Christian so, speared Omega through a table. I think sometimes with, watched... a, with AEW, with ref stuff, and, you know, it's kind of contradicting my own point a minute ago, but you've kind of got to um, say, oh, the refs are just kind of there almost. 
in AEW sometimes. Um, and, and, and they do it in WWE too. But, um, you know, in WWE, sometimes the rest get too involved where they, you know, someone would throw a punch in the, term, in the corner and they'll DQ them for like beating someone up too much. It's absolutely ridiculous when they do that. So, you know, it's one extreme to the other. Sometimes you're letting too much go and then sometimes you're DQing someone for doing a move. Um, but yeah, I, overall, the actual match itself was good. Um, it, was, it was what I expected. I mean, we've seen this match before, three times before. Um, I didn't if, expect the result. And Jericho. Um, I thought it, everything was lined up perfectly for Jericho to retire. So I guess this, I guess we've got him for another couple of years, surely. Yeah. Um, I just uh, hope this yeah. is the end of that feud now. It has to be. I don't mind it some trash talking, but I don't want any. Yeah, feud. that was the only thing I thought actually with that non-finish. I thought I hope this doesn't mean there's another one coming. <laughs> I hope this isn't like a. Yeah, oh, they've they've done enough now. MJF. And the other, the other thing we haven't mentioned yet, we have to mention is the entrance from MJF. Oh, that, that was so brilliant. So the, the, the countdown, and the thing is, this is one I was like. When it was like 10, I was like, this is MJF. This isn't Jericho coming out. I didn't think that. I, I knew straight. I straight. I was like, this is not Jericho. I thought it was brilliant. I bought it hook, like, hook, line and sinker. Honestly, I was like, <laughs> oh, this is so cool. Because I love the original Jericho entrance. Yeah. I was like, yeah. a, I'm proper, like I'm, I was a proper mark for it when I was a kid. Like, I oh, yeah. would love it. I was every, a big fan boy. Every time that entrance. Like, I remember playing like Red Smackdown Bulls. 1 on PlayStation. <laughs> and I'd, have, I'd always, like, I'd play as Chris Jericho and just because of the entrance. Like yeah. I absolutely love that entrance. And when I saw the countdown, I was going crazy. I was like, yeah, let's so cool. And then MJF come out and I was like, you bastard. He's amazing. <laughs> he so absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah. I, I thought the match was good. I think Jericho actually showed in it that he has still, he's still yeah, got it. He, he doesn't He can still retire. wrestle really well. The fact that he still mm. hits a lion's soul, I think is amazing. Yeah, that was impressive. That, that's incredible. And the, I like the, the way he submitted MJF to win. Um, wasn't a roll up no, or anything like it's that. It's not Monday yeah. night at all. <laughs> uh, and I thought he's going to get the rope, but no. Um, yeah, enjoyed it. Glad Jericho's still around. I don't want him to retire. No, uh, everything sort of added up, and it would have been a perfect moment too. But um, I get—I don't think he wants that sort of retirement, does he? But yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, I t- sort of segued into the um, Miro Eddie Kingston match earlier. But let's um, talk about that briefly. Um, I thought this was a really, really strong opener for the car. I, I didn't expect it to open, actually. I was kind of pleasantly surprised. I was like, oh, this is opening the show. Um, I thought mm. they might go with one of the, like, the really marquee matches to open the show, like um, the Lucha Bros match or something. Um, but yeah, I thought it was... Obviously, I mentioned the rest shenanigans a little bit, but it didn't take me out of the match. I thought it was really, really good. Um, I love I love Ed, Eddie Kingston anyway. I love Miro. Um Everything about him, his presentation now, I was critical at the start of um, his AEW run because I felt like mm, they weren't, man, yeah. he wasn't being presented. He was more being presented more as a comedy character, um, whereas now he's a very serious champion, destroyer, you know, and that's, that's what I like. When Rusev was in WWE, he was at his best doing that. He did some great comedy stuff with Aiden English um, as well. Mm. He can't, he's a very versatile performer, but... The, the, Miro, I wanted to see an AEW is the Miro again now, and uh, I'm I'm loving it. What they're doing with him, yeah. I the thing is, my notes for this match is almost non-existent. This yeah. is one match I can almost barely remember this match. Maybe because it was the first match it, of the night. Maybe it was first match of the night. Maybe because that, but my only note was like okay match. I I put nothing else other than that, so I can't remember too much of this. I think definitely 
you know happy for Miro to win it's just it's one of those where I think the build-up was great like their um rampage oh back and that, forth. that promo was redeemed these nuts. Was fantastic is the best line of the week yeah. line if we started to do in line of the they, week they segment. were chanting they were chanting that in the, in the match yeah the crowd. so good but then the match yeah i mean that's a, the problem you get with kingston there's only problem with him i think he's a, he, he can sell you on any match in the world but he isn't that great in ring he's all right he's like you know if you if you're listing aw wrestlers one to 100 he's probably there at the bottom to the top he's in terms of in-ring ability um so yeah it, it, it was what it was um and on, on on a night of great matches and great surprises this is probably the forgettable match i think unfortunately well, i wouldn't say it's the one there's one there's one or one two of, right, but below it but yeah well, it's we, certainly not we, it's certainly not match of night or anything we, we uh, did I mention... can't remember what matches you're on about <laughs> well should we just briefly talk about whilst we're whilst we, 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 we did mention paul white should we just talk about didn't mind Paul White. Paul White was fine. It, I didn't it mind went it the way it should have done. Um, yeah, I, I think that was my note. This is exactly what a match should have been. If this match has to happen, this is how it should happen. And I think it went maybe a bit of a come minutes. down before the um, sort of calm the crowd. I do think the perfect the, the the placing of it was good because it was yeah. between the Punk match when and everyone the Omega was getting match. a hot dog and. Um, yeah, uh, yeah I, it was there for a buffer. It was literally there for a buffer between the two matches, and it did it's what really it cool. like you said. It did what it said on the tin. It was fun. We got a choke slam. We got a you big, know, big punch or whatever. It's, it's going to be the most yeah. forgettable match of the card, of the card for sure. But it, it's funny though. I, I was watching. I, I watched the main show before I watched the pre-show, and I, I was getting towards the end, and I was like, "Oh, they must have put Paul White on the pre-show then, because it's not. It's no way it's." I forgot it was this on late there. in the show. I, I was thinking. I, I thought like, oh, I what, missed what it somehow. Yeah, I, fast and I, I always thought this must be on the pre-show then. And I was always oh, here, but then, but then when it was out, like this has to be short. Yeah, it has to be like. Well, from what I heard, I, I heard um, they literally didn't because you know normally they map out the timings of each match, and this match is going to go so long. This match, is, yeah. apparently, they didn't even do that. Pro- they, they probably forgot about it. They literally oh, shit, said, quickly. they literally said, "You're going on second last. We'll see how the show goes. If anyone matches, because people overrun because they miss time matches or whatever." How, if, however much it overruns basically depends on how long this match is you know it might be 10, 10 seconds it might be five minutes but it's going to be somewhere between there end up being three minutes i think um which was what it should be i literally said on the podcast last week i think he should just literally knock him out and pin him and it wasn't far off that so yeah. I'll, I'll take it the thing is now let's just no more qt marshall now can we all agree that's just him done off you know in, in terms of pay-per-view matches Give, yeah, give, yeah, yeah. give him some stupid segments. He's a, he's a lower cards talent. At the end I didn't game. mind when he was feuding with Cody Rhodes. Um, I didn't want him to go on to feud with anyone else. Yeah, and he's yeah, he's just it's just too much. I think too he's much. fine as like the the leader of the group that does the promos and the talking, and then like the Camarotto. Yeah, let's get Camarotto or, or, or Gogo, yeah. who was in this group. Yeah. Like they should be they should be doing the matches. I think get them on the in in the ring and have a look at them. Even Aaron Solo, who's with them, you know, there's plenty of other guys there, and I think that would be beneficial. Um, what haven't we spoken about? I think I it's think just just Moxley. Moxley. Yeah, yeah. Anything left? Uh, we've gone through that quite quick, actually. But um, so the Moxie match um, itself was fine. Um, it was a good match. Um, it was a it was a good match. The main yeah. talk about point here, I mean, you talked about three debuts. There was technically four on the show because after the match, we got 
Minoru Suzuki, and I know you two probably aren't familiar with. The problem is, if I watch New Japan, I think I'd be a lot more excited about this match and what ha- what happened yeah. at the end. Yeah, Unfortunately, yeah. I don't, so it doesn't yeah. mean much to me. I didn't um, know Kojima. I don't know Suzuki, so this has all gone over my head. What I loved about this, though, even if you weren't a New Japan fan, is the look on Moxie's face going, oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, like, and also yeah, the, the, and the, crowd was... the, the commentators did a really, really good job, actually, because I was thinking, I don't know Suzuki when his music came, the same kind of part, I don't know who this is. Then the commentators made him out to be, like, the biggest, like, he, yeah, I mean, star I've... ever. I was like, oh, who's this guy? I don't, I don't. <laughs> watch a lot of New Japan, but I've seen him like wrestle about once or twice. I think I do know. I didn't know Kojima. I said last week I don't really know anything about Kojima, so yeah. there was no point. But I have seen. I've watched a, a pay per view or two that Suzuki has been on um, before. Um, so, and I know he's wrestled Moxley like in the past couple of years as well. He's he's like he's getting on in age. He's like fifty, but he is an out. This guy is an absolute nutter. He's an absolute madman. And they're mm. having a match tonight on Dynamite. And I'm sure when he comes to the pod next week, you know, you'll know who he is then, like, kind of thing. He, he's not, I, you know, I'm, not, I'm sure he's not going to do the craziest match he's ever done tonight, but he, he's nuts. So I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun, um, the match yeah. with Moxley. But, yeah, it, that, match, that match for me, it was like the Kojima thing was a filler for, for Suzuki to then debut and that get the big moment. It, it, in a night of pops for big moments that was one of them really the match was kind of there and then the big moment was suzuki coming out at the end yeah i just wish it was someone just from a personal point of view wish it was someone i knew because it just went over my head i think um, yeah i, 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 I totally understand I, I think the only thing as well from this match i want to say is again just on the subject of great moves the what does he call it i was gonna say dirty deeds pa- paradigm shift paradigm shift i think it's brilliant because again dirty deeds in wwe was not it's a slightly different move, isn't it? He kind of lifts them up more and brings them down on their head. Yeah, he does it more um, aggressively. Yeah, I think it looks great. It's not actually. just the DDT anymore. Yeah, he did. He did two in a row, didn't he, to win the match? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. it, 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 again, it's one of those moves. I'm thinking that must hurt a bit. Like he's yeah, because they, they are coming down, spat bang on their head. He's, he's obviously protecting them. But the I just think, I just think it looks great. I thought must have hurt Moxley. He looked like he hit it a bit low. Oh yeah, that yeah, because he's quite short. Mm. And I thought, oh, he landed on his head a bit there. But, um, that's the problem when you watch too much wrestling. This is the sort of stuff you sort to look at, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, to yeah pick how, out... how people land. Yeah. Like I say, he's a bit of a nutter, so... Good match, but... Yeah, it, it was me, good. It was good. I know a lot of the AEW fans in America probably do watch a lot of New Japan. Yeah, they're the, ca- yeah. They're the ca- same kind of fan base. So, yeah. I mean, uh, the I'm crowd sure, went I'm nuts, sure so a... they definitely knew him, you know? Yeah. So for I'm, them... sure this, I'm sure this was a bigger deal than, than we're portraying now. It is, unfortunately, uh, you know, yeah, it is. Uh, so that's all the matches yeah. covered in terms of. So we did a poll on our Twitter, yes, um, of match of the night, and um, we got a fair few votes in, and they were in agreement mostly with us, weren't they? I think it was sixty-seven percent of the vote for the yeah, Young Bucks, two, and, yeah, two thirds. Um, yeah, Young Bucks, uh, Lucha Brothers match. I think CM Punk match was second. Yeah. Punk was second, and then you had um, Omega Christian and Jericho MJF joint third. Yeah, um, well, they were the only other options on the poll. So yeah, you, again, I said last. Someone week, might have polls. voted for yeah. someone else if um, you know there are other options. But yeah, yeah. I, I just went for them. overall. Then for final thoughts, great pay per view. I don't think anyone <laughs> could say anything different about it. Amazing. It was... My initial reaction was, 
I can't think of a better pay-per-view in the last couple of years. That's my initial reaction, but I was I was on a high. You know, I was I, yeah. I was I was on Cloud Nine after I saw the two. Um, it's definitely one of the best intros. Definitely. In hindsight, though, it's right up there. Just mm. we've just gone through the matches, and I've praised all of them apart from uh, Miro Kingston. Anyone I haven't praised, I think. So I I can't really speak too too. You know, I, I can't speak much much more highly than that. It's, it was amazing, and I, yeah, I can't I really really enjoyed it. Better pay per view. The and, best um, AEW pay per view, and and it's got me. The so thing is, is what's great about it is it's got me really excited for Dynamite tonight. Oh, I can't God. wait to see what Adam Cole does. I can't wait to see what Daniel Bryan does. I can't wait to see what Ruby Soho does. You know, CM everything. Punk. Come on, CM Punk. I'll obviously CM Punk. And yeah. um, we so we Omega, got a, we got a um a question from uh, Lucha Brothers. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> everybody. We got a question from um, a Twitter user, Daz. Uh, um, Daz Reynolds. Yes. So that's not number one fan, Daz Reynolds. Um, yeah, he. Um, so he asked, do, do we expect any surprises tonight? Um, I would say, well, he didn't necessarily specify tonight. Um, no, he, he just asked. Was would, would, I, I would say, surprises, yeah. I would say they're done for now. I, I think after a massive show like that, you've got to have a little bit of a buffer. Um, and I don't think there's any free agents that are obvious for tonight, but I do think there's a few to keep an eye on for the next month or two. I do think AEW roster is nearly complete in terms of what they want now, but I think there's, if you've got to look at a couple of the free agents out there, Bray Wyatt's available soon. Braun Strowman's available soon. Buddy Murphy <laughs> is currently available now. Let's just sign them all. Why not? I if they just had Bray Wyatt as well. It's just massive, um, mad. I mean... But- Buddy Murphy's out there. Um, yeah, th- th- there are loads of options. I just think Bronson I think... Reed actually. I saw a tweet earlier saying he's a free agent from tomorrow. Is con- is non? Okay. I think he could. I think he could be a solid, random mid card get for for AEW. So that's interesting. There's there's I'd, a few options I, out there. I'd I'd be more looking to the women's division if I'm looking and at. People, I was going to say there's a few AEW women. The should icon- sign. I think. The men's the division is is stacked enough. I think women's women's division still needs a bit of work. So I think. Well, I've heard yeah. um, Buddy Murphy linked with signing with impact quite a lot anyway yeah um i think that that, 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 that that seems like he's a, a fantastic wrestler though, so he could work in AEW. and mm. he could he, i think he, he could, could be really the, raise up the car the, the impact world champion in within a month he's that Easily. good buddy murphy um i don't think I mean, it's really a surprise to be fair if you go to if you go on impact you can go on to aw sorry crusty that's all right. I, I, I don't think um, it's really a surprise for daz but I, i'm excited to see when pack is going to return um, it's not he's, really a surprise, um, he's, but he's, uh, it's on Friday. Rampage. Pack oh, okay. and Andrade is, be, is Andrade being rearranged. And, yeah. Well, Andrade, Andrade, there's a surprise for you, Daz. You I'm surprised. Um, so Ra- thanks very much. Actually, it's quite interesting just to find a point on that. Obviously, that we, we were really hyped for that match last week on the podcast. Yes. We were talking about that, and then oh. it, we didn't realise that it had been cancelled. Um, and Andrade himself, actually, um, on Twitter, liked a post, a, a, quite a salty post, um, yes, he doesn't seem very happy about it, um, Andrade. Basically, yeah, I think it's been moved to Rampage. He uh, tweeted, didn't he, saying Andrade v question mark at all out. So I don't know whether he thought he was going to get a match all out to replace Pack, but yeah, I think and he's then... a very big star and a lot of hype to not have on the pay per view. I I just hope they give it, and I'm sure they will. Again, we have so much faith in AW. I just hope they give it time on Friday. I hope Let's give half it the show is our match. Hour. Yeah, get, yeah, make half to show this match, please, because yeah. this will be insane. This match, yeah, um, yeah, it should definitely be. 
Yeah. It's just a shame that didn't, it, it, Andrade didn't get to wrestle on All Out because it would have been great to see. <laughs> on an already stacked card, if you had an Andrade John, John, pack match on there. Trying to think where that fits in on the cards. Well, we'd have had to have dropped the, the, step, I guess. I no, the, the original plan was um, the Women's Battle Royal was going to be on the pre-show and that 10-man tag match wasn't on the card originally because we didn't predict it last week. We didn't preview that match. It was added last minute. Yeah, yeah. The 10-man tag match wouldn't have been there, but the Women's Battle Royal would have been on the pre-show. Which would have been a shame because yeah, Ruby, so- Ruby be Soho right. debuting on the pre-show would have been a bit, yeah, it wouldn't have been a bit of a I think that's a bit lame. I so I, I actually think it worked out in terms of card card order, but um, it's hey, my man Butcher pre- was on the pre-show. <laughs> let's not let's not start down treading. That's true. And with that's returns true. on the pre-show. So. Are we? I think we're done for all out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's. Shall we move on to some WWE chat? Yeah, let, let's let's go through the show. So we're, we're we're approaching pretty much on the hour mark now. So we'll quickly just smash through. Your WWE train is arriving. Yeah, SmackDown, Raw, and NXT in that order. So, guys, SmackDown. What 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 are your thoughts from last Friday? If you can remember back that far, after AEW. Um. Yeah, so like a lifetime ago. There was a lot that happened on the show. One, my favourite moment of the whole show was a random little thing, um, which was um, Paul Heyman's phone ringing and being Brock Lesnar. Uh, oh, that Lesnar's was fantastic! Ringing. Yeah, that was amazing. Oh, again, we talk, we, talk, we talk about these these guys being like so clever, like Don Callis and Paul Heyman's another one. It's such a small detail, but it's, it's amazing. And it's I, I just loved such, it. Such and a then, great detail. You know, he had to explain to Roman that that was the first time he's called him in over a year and a half. And I'm like, are you lying to me, Paul? I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Roman's thinking, are you lying to me, Paul? You are, aren't you? And I'm just, I'm really excited. for. I know I, meant, I mentioned this story every week, but it's the best thing on, <laughs> it's the best thing for me on WWE TV consistently. It has some weeks where it's not the best thing, but overall, it's the it's the storyline that excites me the most by Mario in WWE. Hundred percent, and I, I again speaking of polls, we were also ran a poll about this Friday SmackDown coming up. It's the Super SmackDown because it's stacked. Yeah, yeah, we ran a poll which um, uh, advertised segment you're looking forward to the mm. most, and we gave the options of the Brock return, uh, Seth the Edge is announced, and we have the Becky Bianca contract signing. Um, and Seth the Edge actually won the vote with half the votes and then uh, Brock returning just behind and then Beck and Bianca. Understandably. Really, yeah. But for me, personally, Brock, I can't wait for Brock returning. Maybe as much as I can't wait to see what happens on uh, AEW tonight. It's that level for me. Brock Brock coming face-to-face with Heyman and Reigns is up there with Cole yeah. and Brian appearing on AEW. That's, that's how much I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, yeah, it's going to be so wait. interesting. I'm really looking forward to seeing what his character is going to be. That's yeah, just that's I want to hear him cut a promo. Yeah, I want to hear him cut a promo. And yeah. I, 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 said, I laugh so, if he lets you down massively. <laughs> he's not yeah, much of a talker. He isn't. Flops, even if even if he came out and F five Paul Heyman, I'd be like brilliant. If he had oh, five Paul Heyman, that would... <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to see. He'd probably destroy him. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. I'm going to be disappointed if we I'll take an F5 to the Usos. and get an F5 now. Yeah, F5. I'd, yeah, the Usos will take I'll it. just take the Usos taking the bumps. That's fine for me. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing, SmackDown worth mentioning definitely is the um, the main event. We had a, I said last week, we knew we were getting Roman Balor. And I said, oh, this will be a 
you know, a, a rubbish finish. It won't, it won't mean anything. But actually, it was a clean finish, a proper match. I was surprised by that. Not too much shenanigans from memory. It was a long time ago now. Um, but the uh, subtle, as Roman's walking out, the subtle uh, light change and the, and like the heartbeat, whatever it was, the, the, the demon noise, just a subtle thing. We're getting the demon soon. Um, for the Bala. demon shouldn't lose, though. Yeah, I no. know. That's that's the thing. I want him how... to come back, but not against Roman. That's the yeah, problem. How, but how do they book it? I suppose you can beat can Roman. Ch- it's going to have to be a cheat, isn't it? Or, or Roman's going to have to retreat or something weird. Or is, like is that. Brock just going to destroy the demon, not let him even fight? I, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's just so intriguing. I, I, I like a lot that Balor's stayed in this title picture throughout the Cena feud, now the yeah. Brock feud. Balor's like kicking about. Threat. And again, he, he didn't just lose and then, oh, that's Balor back to the back of the queue again. That little demon thing was like, oh, I'm, I'm still here. Like, Balor's not going away. And he's he's called out Cena um, on SmackDown last uh, two weeks ago now. So I I, I am really yeah, behind, really behind Balor. I did not think I'd be this into him coming yeah. back. And, and again, it's, I think uh, we need him now. Yeah, now I think, I, think of, um, I really think they've, they've, the they've booked him. I think they've booked him great. Since since he come back, yeah, I think um what what's great is with these two topics so far they've both been little subtle details and WWE doesn't do subtlety very well normally but like yeah. the phone ringing thing and this they're just little things that make you go oh that's cool you know and I, I really like that so I think the main event was a really good match um sl- only slightly ruined by the fact I think I had two advert breaks in it um on yeah a, that's the problem when you do these matches on TV. Yeah, WWE, they don't tie sometimes they time it where but the, the five or ten minutes we got was really good. Um, so no complaints from me in terms of a TV main event. I yeah, did the I, job it was do. Okay, this is different between expectations. I'm just happy it was a clean finish. That yeah. that was that was great for me. That that's that's a win, and that's that sh- that shouldn't be the standards they're held to, but just getting a clean win is enough. Yeah. Um is there anything else on SmackDown? Um We've all kind of mentioned Becky and notes. Bianca I'm just already. To think what else there was? Um, oh yeah, we should probably mention Logan Paul, shouldn't we? That that's yeah. another thing that come up. Um, for me, I, I I loved this, and I'm surprised I loved this because Logan Paul's a knobhead. Like they when they brought him out a few weeks ago, was it a week or it was recently? Um, he come out trying to be a face, and it just completely before WrestleMania, wasn't it? Because completely the... no, he didn't. He come out. With against the Miz. Oh yes, he did. TV. He did that as well. Yeah, like literally two weeks ago, and he came out trying to be a face, and it really flew uh, flat on its face um, because the crowd just wasn't having it. And yeah, the, the crowd were into the Miz in the end. Yeah, he because did not know he was up against Paul. It, it was, was weird, uncomfortable. I've seen someone on the mic in the ring for a long time, but this because it, it coincided with Happy Corbin, it just all fit, and he played the perfect role. And I think Kevin Owens is the perfect. Um, guy to go against and they actually have a bit of previous Logan Paul and Kevin Owens from the Sami Zayn story so for me this was again there's a caveat if you if you have to use Logan Paul this is exactly how you should use him in my opinion I, I would rather he wasn't there but yeah, he's there that, that, and- that's my issue I mean it, the use of him itself in this scenario was better but I just I just don't see the point of not it's not just him celebrity involvements that I don't care about in general, especially 
as we live in the UK, a lot of these American celebrities, I don't know as much about them. I do know who Logan Paul is, but they've had people on the, in the past and I'm like, I don't even know who that is. So it's hard for me to care and invest in it. But Logan Paul, obviously, he's a very sort of unpopular character <clears throat> and they got underplayed on that, which is good. But I just, I just don't, see, need to, don't think we needed it. Don't think we needed him involved in, in WWE at the moment. I think with what AEW is doing, which is getting all the like, you know, wrestlers, wrestlers, wrestling. And that's like, everyone's buzzing about. I just think the antithesis of that is Logan Paul. Yeah. And hopefully I don't want to see him in a, I don't want to see him have a match or anything like that. That would really, he's going to be, that'll be a skid mark. I think they're building for Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I might say he's, I agree with you. I agree with you, but I just don't want to see it. I've got no interest in seeing it. The thing is, he, I, think he's, the, he's I think the fans will love it. Popular, I honestly he? do. He's massive. In, I know he's hated. Yeah. But he's huge. He is, he is huge. He is huge. WWE will, will attract eyes if they are Logan Paul's having a match at WWE. That will attract, you know, we saw... Well, the, yeah, his boxing the, matches get eyes on his, him. So. His, was it his, his brother and Mayweather. Yeah. Was it, yeah, like, they, 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 they're, they're big guys. So I don't know why they're big guys, but they are. Um, and that, that, that's all Vince sees. He just sees the pound signs. And, yeah, and, and it's fair. I get it from a business standpoint. But yeah, from a fan standpoint, it's it's not what I want to see personally. No, no, not at all. <laughs> um. All right. Should we move on to Raw? Yeah, I've, I've got a lot of notes for Raw. Yeah. So what, what did I want to say? I've already forgotten what I was going to say. I think you were going to talk about um, Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley. Yes. Mainly. I was. I I love them. I absolutely love. Nikki oh, I, that surprises me. Yeah, I, it surprises me because they're in my voice. I'm, I'm stunned. I thought it. you were going to be negative about it. I don't know why. They, they they do a lot of these um oddball tag teams. I was just um, going to say something they probably about they probably do too many, especially two one raw with the Riddle RK Bro. Well, well that um, was going to be my negative thing about it. Was yeah, they've seen the success of RK Bro, who are brilliant. And they've gone, should we just do that yeah. with the women? And, but, and for me, they haven't got the same level of chemistry. I like it because... I don't I mean, hate the, it, by the way. I just, the, I just the, don't... There have, there have been some exceptions to this where Ripley was actually really um, rude to Nikki when she was champ or when she was... Just before she was champ, when she was getting involved with Rhea and Charlotte and they yeah. both like, who can beat her quicker and all this just disrespectful stuff to her. So I wish that didn't happen. But since that point... I think that, that there was like a that they say that that was like the one off. But since then, I think they've Rhea's kind of always backed Nikki and always like I, I don't know. It's, it's it feels like a bit of a bit of long term storytelling from the WWE. And um, I just think now Ripley has a purpose for the first time on the main roster, in my opinion, in this in this team. And I want them to be champions, and I want them to. Because I think they will put them on TV way more than they will Natalia and Tamina. Yeah, I'd rather them win the belts. I'd rather win Natalia and Tamina. They've just done nothing since WrestleMania when they won them. And I'm not a great fan of them anyway. But So I'm with you on that. I want to see them win because at least it's two people they like and will put on TV and and do have some sort of... You know, Rhea Ripley's great. And and I do like Nikki as well. But I agree. I wasn't keen when I first saw it. Yeah, my, my, my criticism is just of his, it's just a repeat of RK Bro. It's, they're just doing the same thing, but with the women, and it's, I don't think it's I good. um <laughs> I wasn't keen because I, I love Rhea Ripley and I think it's an absolute waste. But I think she does need a bit of a stopgap. And as you say, we, we also need to get the tag titles away from Tamina and Natty. 
I loved him winning it. I actually thought it was brilliant and a really nice thing. But it, was like, it was like it was like a two week long. thing. Everyone got behind yeah. him for like two weeks randomly. Natalia and Tamina. Yeah. I don't know why everyone got behind him, but they did. And they, and they. And I they think it's because they haven't had what belt. I mean, Tamina's never won a belt. That's nice. Natalia hadn't um, had one in years, and it was kind of like these guys. They were having pretty good matches. They deserve a little push, you know, a little push. And but that push was months ago. It, now it it has been little as well. Barely, barely been on TV. So now we've got rel- two relatively. Um, pushed up the the roster, women. Let's just give them a belt and keep them on TV, I guess, while we take the focus away from Charlotte, which I guess is good because I don't want any more. Yeah, Charlotte, I mean, so. Yeah, there's a, like, so for me, I think it's good to get Ripley away from Charlotte, just keep them two apart. I think that's the reason Ripley's not worked on the main roster so far, is because they just had her with Charlotte all the time and they didn't know what to do with her. And I didn't want Nikki Ash to, to go from being Raw champion to be forgotten about, which I thought could have happened. So this is a way to, to make sure she's still relevant. So yeah, I think I think it's the best use for them both. I think right it can. Now. I think it can. Grow, it could be a grower. This. I just think they need it early. Yeah. It's early days. I think again, it's one of those. If if they weren't doing Arke Bro, if they weren't doing Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, if they weren't doing all these other oddball teams, yeah. then it would yeah. be. Yeah, oh, I'd be more into it. all, but they're doing loads of them, so it's all. It's just. Yeah. In the it mix just feels a bit overdone. That's all. Um, yeah. So obviously the main thing from Raw, the bulk of the show actually was the tag team turmoil. And one thing WWE, I've got to give them credit on, is they do gauntlet matches very well. They do. They throw them out every. You'll see a couple of year. They do. Yeah. And I think they, they that what you get with them is just an hour of great wrestling on TV. They don't always book them perfectly. I think we just actually get... saw one live, didn't we? I think um... we yeah. It yeah, was, we did. It was a tag team gauntlet. It was fantastic. It was, it was brilliant. It was yeah, like my favorite it, thing. It was, and I just think sometimes, you know, like I said, I said a minute ago, where you got Logan Paul's the kind of antithesis of what AEW doing. This more stuff like this, where it's just an hour of wrestling on TV, is, is better for WWE. You obviously still got to have some entertainment segments and whatever, but um, I really enjoyed this on the whole. There were a couple of missteps in there, but um, yeah, I thought there was some really good wrestling. I thought. Um, New Day and um, Viking Raiders kicked it off nicely. I thought the match with the Lucha House Party was good. They had some good stuff with Ali and um, uh, Mansoor until it got broken up by, by T-Bar mm. and Mace. And then I thought the beatdown they did, you know. I actually quite I, enjoyed yeah, that. I liked was, that. It was a fantastic beatdown. That's what I want. They made them, like, they killed them. Like, that That's was what great. I want. These two huge guys just decimating people. They don't have to win matches, but yeah. I just want them to hurt people. It's funny. Um, my notes after that's what they need to do after they lost Mason Tebow. My notes were poor, poor, poor Dijakovic. I was like, "What's happened to him? Like he's here losing yeah. you know, quickly." The and then, good and then though, afterwards, I was like, "Oh yeah, great, Mason Tebow does like proper." Like, Dijakovic is amazing. I think we can push him. I, I don't understand why we can't. Um, now we've think, broken up. You, you could have um, easily put them in in the match with. They were never going to do it in this instance, but you could easily put them in a match of RK Bro for the tag titles. And it'd be good. Yeah, yeah, if you actually let them wrestle. Yeah, if you let them have a 10, 15-minute match on a pay-per-view or even on Raw. Yeah, definitely. I won't go too much into this match um, because it's, <laughs> it's going to edge into my skid mark for later on in the evening Yeah, um, in, the, in the show. But I really surprisingly enjoyed Lucha House Party. I um, normally it's very gimmicky and they don't give me too much, but it was things like the super kicks. Um, and I, know I think they're, they're great wrestlers. And high flying, 
I thought yeah. they were let off the leash a little bit and they were able to wrestle how we've not seen them wrestle. And they actually felt a little, it's a different scale, but they felt a little bit similar to Lucha Bros from AEW. I saw a hint coming in and I think if they were really let loose, we could have a really good tag team on our hands. And I was actually really disappointed mm. when New Day beat them. Um, I I don't know why, but since Big E has left, I am just bored of the New Day. I'm I'm not really interested in them. I think Big E was the real star in ring. I know Kofi is great. I think, I think Xavier Woods is very, very good as well. In the Woods, ring. Woods is a brilliant wrestler, but I just think he was to something different in the... No, Big, the Big E has the charisma, is the most charismatic, I would say, out of the three. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the big man. He's the big man as well. So it's just kind the of same like... every time. Um, I don't feel the same about the Usos, even though they're both like, oh, they've had the tag belt seven times, eight times, etc. I don't get bored of the Usos. I'm bored of New Day. Um, I yeah. don't like to be too negative, but I just am. And, I, and yeah. so much so I wanted Lucha House Party to beat them. <laughs> it's a bit disappointed. Yeah, no, it's fair enough. I think, obviously, this it was good... I think I definitely agree. Good time of an hour worth of wrestling. I just think it's a bit. Um, WWE are very good at these matches, but they do rely on them a bit too much. Every like just when there's nothing, they've got interviews. And it is, it is do, lazy do booking. Do a match. It is lazy and booking. But I enjoy it. it. I and enjoy it. They, they and again, they they should mix up who, who who they push in these matches. Like we've seen it with Kofi. We've seen it with a new day before. I think in a Gauntlet match. And it's just the same again, New Day. Why couldn't they have done the same thing, but with Viking Raiders going through? I would have loved it if Mansour and Ali. Had yeah, Mansour and Ali. No, I, I would have loved it. Great, because yeah. you know the, the story of them Mason coming T-Bar. good. Like, yeah, Mason T-Bar, T-Bar destroying Mansour. Mason T-Bar just plowed through five teams. Like shit! Oh wow, where are these coming from? Where's New Day? They get absolutely wiped out by What does it tell us about New Day? We know they're the best tag team on the on the roster. So what? Why do we need to see them beat five teams? I think that's my problem with them. And they're not I getting really time What mm. I will say is what we got in the end, and we haven't talked about that, the last match, which was I thought was great because we got um, – the New Day did then lose after winning like five matches, which was, yeah, was they, a bit they, they, won, they won five, yeah. But it was AJ and Omos, the Lashley and um, MVP. And when Lash, – did you hear the crowd when Omos and Lashley got in the ring together? Yeah. yeah. They went nuts. And on Raw, you don't, you know, it's kind of like, you know, everyone gets, you get the odd shit, you get the odd bit of crowd noise. I loved that segment. But everyone was suddenly like, he looked tiny, didn't he? He looked small, but I still like the fact that they made him out to be an absolute beast, um, Mm. which we need from our champion. And then Lashley, yeah, like, had a test of strength against him and was like beating him. And I was like, this is, this, I really enjoyed that last section. Yeah, Yeah, it was good. I, I thought it was really good. I thought the match started really well and ended really well. Obviously, he had the, the deep, the um, the beat down in the middle, which was fine as well. I actually thought it was overall, yeah, as, as it goes, it was pretty good. Go, that was good. I know there was a mm. couple of roll ups in there, which is always annoying, but um, in terms of the actual wrestling, I thought this is very good, very good. Um, it was good wrestling. wrestling, I just didn't yeah. like the book in the way it was booked with New Day being pushed up. And yeah, that, that was the only thing. It was fine. I'd have liked them in the match, and I enjoyed a couple their of matches, matches, but yeah, just a couple of wins is fine, but five's a bit overkill, mm-hmm. yeah. And the other thing as well with these, it's just a small thing, but they always do it. So, like, we we, we all knew MVP and Ashley were going to be the last team, and they weren't going to be the third team, were they? Like, we we, we know yeah, yeah. The, the, the team that was on TV getting the promo, they're going to be the last team out or whatever. There's, there's so 
the order is very predictable always in these gauntlet matches. That's the only yeah. thing. Exactly. You always have a tough first match, then you have all the jobbers in the middle, then you have like the guys you want at the end. Um, yeah. It's very similar how they book the matches, isn't it? Is there anything else from Raw, or should we move on to NXT? Or? Yeah, I think we've won to NXT now. I don't think there's... There was only one thing I was disappointed just... with, just very briefly. It didn't oh. quite make the skid mark, but John Morrison... Oh, yeah. ...being annihilated by Karrion Cross. So that's two weeks in a row John Morrison has been... Yeah, I mean, it was a skid mark last week and it yeah. wasn't much better, was this, it? This could have been a skid mark from me, but actually going to the Carrying Cross side of things, he's in this promo looking all serious for once. I was like, oh, God, this is Carrying Cross. And then 10 seconds later, he's walking out in his bloody gimp mask and stupid outfit. Like, well, I can't take him seriously. Like, he's just put, he, he had a pretty good promo and then he wears that. Like, how, how could you get behind Carrying Cross? I don't know. I don't know how you meant to. He's just a joke. Yeah, it is silly. Absolute joke. But he, he was my skid mark two weeks ago. Yeah, it's, and John Morrison was... Yeah, then John Morris. And yeah. Then <laughs> I'm just disappointed that they've done it again. Yeah, I know, they just don't... don't That's just a little thing I was disappointed to. with. Leave John Morrison yeah. alone. Let's, let's build him up. He's a fantastic yeah. wrestler and he's great on the microphone. Why are you just pushing him into the dirt? And he's meant I've to be going know. in a big feud with The Miz as well. Yeah. You, know, you set that up and then you've just done... It's silly. Backwards logic. And, Again. And just and just give Karen Cross a new outfit as well. Oh, yeah, that definitely. Well, well you're there. <laughs> um, yeah, NXT then. Um, what, what what have you guys got from NXT? Um, I know you. I loved to talk the um, the stag party. Oh, I think we're all going to say uh, this I, is just this. They just made me laugh. Just the things they were doing. They had Drake Maverick, who I think is absolutely amazing. Everything he does, he just made me laugh the whole. Oh, way by the way, he also, he, also had, he also had to come back from Raw. Jake yeah, Man, well, we'll, get to that yeah. we'll talk about oh, yeah. that when I get to my skid mark. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, okay, no, sorry. I'll wait for the skidders there. I like the Maverick yeah. bit, by the way, but we'll talk. You know, but yeah, he was great in that bachelor party. Yeah, and I love the way um, Gargano and um, I can't get my words out. It was that De- good. Dexter um, Loomis, <laughs> Dexter Loomis together. Um, when they just, just like at the end, when they put their hands together, it's just such a weird little thing. And the way he's putting his thumb up at him and nodding to him. Yeah, I, I think it's one of the <laughs> best sort of you... um, off-screen promos I've seen in ages. And we've had some fantastic ones with the likes of um, um, LA Knight and Grimes. I think LA Knight. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. LA Knight. So. Um, uh, and this is top tier, and that, that's incredible. Yeah, I think it's really uh, great. One thing that I really liked about this as well is the attention to past detail, because when um, Loomis and Gargano got out of the, the limo, Cameron Grimes comes over, and obviously I was thinking, didn't Grimes and Loomis hate each other? They had that like, big feud last yeah. year. But then they, mm. they, they went, Cameron Grimes was like, man, let's just forget the past. I want to have a good time. Like They, didn't, they mentioned it. They could have just not mentioned yeah. it, and they were meant to forget, but uh, they didn't. And they also, they had a match at Halloween Havoc, which had zombies in it. And they had a zombie, yeah, a zombie ref. referee. That was and amazing. I, I was just, it was stupid, that zombie ref. But oh, that's ridiculous. I appreciated the callback and the detail. And I was like, do you know what? They're onto something. Yeah, I liked it. And yeah, just the whole segment was a load of fun. It was brilliant stuff. It's, it's, that's the kind of silly comedy stuff I like. You know, not everything in wrestling has to be really serious. That kind of stuff is good. Yeah, this is the sort of stuff that I usually won't like, but this just, I don't know why. Anything the way Indy Hartwell, 
I feel like I mentioned Indy Hartwell every week. They're the right people in it. Cameron Grimes, Drake Maverick. Uh, you know. and I will say, though. Even Odyssey Jones. Yeah, the uh, women's one. I didn't actually recognise too many of them. I recognised Cora Jade, and that was about... And obviously, Caden and Casey. But I didn't recognise the others. I, I'm, I'm sure they've all been on TV before. Well, one of them was the interviewer, Mackenzie Mitchell. Oh, yeah, Mackenzie Mitchell. Yeah, but there was a, there was a couple um, of girls. Amari Miller was there, I think. Yeah, there, there was. it was very undercard. Yeah, it's very, it's very like, you know, it's not like... They and it got... wasn't as good. The segment was nowhere near as good. No, it, it was just to get them to spy. That's what it was for. Yeah. But I, I, I think Indy Hartwell is like one of my favourite wrestlers. Full stop. Right now, I just I love her so much. She's, she's amazing. I think she makes all the, and her her and Gargano mainly. And it's, and also it's nice to see Candice as well because she's pregnant now, so they could have easily have just yeah. Lovely that they're keeping her in now. I think that's yeah. Brilliant. She'll yeah. she'll be there next week well for the wedding. Yeah. Um, which I've, God knows what's going to happen there because oh, they always God go knows. badly. Is Dexter going to turn? I don't know. Who knows? I hope he says. So. I hope he speaks or something at this wedding. Like, yeah, I, something... I, I I think he will. I think he will. Because he's he got to say I do, right? <laughs> he has smiled in, in at the end of the segments today. First time we've seen him. Off. First time we've seen him show an expression on his face ever. So yeah, it's, it's, this is all good stuff. Um, so there was anything else from NXT you want to talk about quickly before we get to our skid marks? There was a couple um, of other things I think were noticeable on the show. Yeah, hang on, I've got notes. Here. The turn. The turn at the end. The turn. There was a, that was one of them, and there's one other thing. Should we talk about the the main event and the turn at the end? Yeah, yeah. See, I I personally thought it was way too early to split that group up, and I was really enjoying them. So I was a little bit, yeah, even though it was a good, it was good what they did. I I disappointed. Yeah, I agree. I didn't i was i didn't want it to happen i think i said last week i wanted i predicted the war games match with them yeah yeah Um, exactly so i i that's what i wanted to see so i'm not too happy with how this ended um yeah but yeah that being said i don't particularly care for lorcan and birch so ridge and pete dunn are the only two i care about in that group so yeah I like the other two. I know the other two are, are more the focus, but I like what yeah. Beckham and I like him. Um, yeah, I like him. Lord, I think you're uh, forgetting that didn't um, didn't Danny Birch get to like the quarterfinals of one of our World Cups? <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. He got a lucky draw. We do occasional World Cup where we draw out wrestlers in a random card, and Danny Birch got <laughs> to the quarterfinals, which is absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, you may do a podcast World Cup. I, I thought the match. Let us know if you're interested in that. I am um, one day. I thought the match was really good, and and I was I was actually kind of expecting MSK to lose. I don't know why. I thought they might even put the titles on Bertrand Lorcan, um, but yeah, maybe probably the right winner. But MSK winning, and then the angle just surprised me at the end. And I, I personally think it's way too soon to to break this group up, so I'm a little bit disappointed. Bit of a negative yeah. for me. No, definitely. Um, um, yeah. I've got one of a positive note. I'm probably got as well, probably a bit harsh, but um, the. Diamond Mine. Yeah, that was the other thing I was going to talk about. Finally, finally got interested in these Creed Brothers. They, they looked awesome in the yeah, ring. Yeah, they, they actually looked really, really good. Um, I, I liked it. Yeah, I really liked so it. So I'm all for it. Diamond Mine, again, I, I don't know why you'd create, again, I, I guess it's, just, it's because Vince doesn't care, but why you'd create a group and then release one of the members two weeks into your new faction? I don't know. Um, but that's, that's Tyler Rust, by the way. But it's, it's, I'm glad they've got. 
someone else in the faction because what's just Roderick Strong and that random guy doesn't say anything and yeah, uh, Malcolm Vivens. Yeah. So it's just like Roderick Strong as a solo. So I'm glad there's more to the group. Um, and yeah, first impressions. These Creed brothers look great. Look, look really impressive. Yeah, I wasn't. I was. I've been a bit down on Diamond Mine, and I was just. I like Malcolm Vivens a lot. I think he's great on the mic. I like Roderick Strong as a wrestler, but he doesn't do much character wise. And I was just like, oh, what's this? And then the Creed brothers come out, and it's like these guys look a bit like basic don't they they're very generic so they get in the ring and they just battered yeah. them and i was like this this will do me this is nice what's kind of reminds me of is when um shelton benjamin and who were the two that um what's his name Haas. charlie Haas. charlie Haas. the um the guys yeah. who were with yeah, yeah, that, that's what it reminded me of because i um, their debut was very similar where they were kind of not known names they were just these college athletes and yeah. they come out and wrestled similar so that's I what quite I like that I quite that's, like what, that. that's what they reminded me of yeah I thought it was very good very interesting yeah definitely alright is it time it is I is think. it time, time for we, we, we need to get a theme tune <laughs> Our favourite section of the show. Well, our only weekly section that's always the well, same. But... The thing is, I, I, I think we could say the weekly roundup is a section as well. So I think it is our favourite section. This yeah. is the section. This is what everyone tunes in for. Everyone tunes <laughs> in for the skin as, marks. Um, I'm not as passionate this week as I have been in previous weeks. But my skid mark this week uh, was from the um, Gauntlet match on Raw. Um, I've already mentioned my displeasure of uh, New Day going through the majority of the teams. But the thing that really wound me up was the roll-up pins again. So this actually led out of the match as well. So we had them at um, New Day get a roll-up on Viking Raiders. Okay, let's have yeah. one roll-up. That's fine. They then proceeded to roll up um, Mason T-Bar. <laughs> I know that led to then an absolute destruction, but we've then got two in one match, and then to really rub salt in the wind, to rub skid on the mark, um, (laughs) really rub that skid in. Um, We then had Sheamus, after a great match with Drew, roll them up to win. That was a really good match as well, by the way. Yeah, really great. Because all I'm focusing on is that roll-up, and especially the fact that... I always think of you when that happens now, when it's a great match and then it's a roll-up, because I thought, I was really enjoying that. Again, after, I thought the the start of the the wrestling in the the tag team stuff was really good. Then they had a really good... I was like, oh, the wrestling's really good in this show. And then they just do that, and it's like... Yeah, it if is it frustrating. One, I can accept it, but the fact that it's just two—that was many, three in about. That's all it's I three in an hour. On. I think that was. It's 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 so lazy, and I thought we got away from that where Drew um, was beaten by Priest in a in a fair uh, ending. Yeah, yeah. And I thought we got away with that, but we've just gone straight back to it just because yeah, we well, don't want Drew to take. And Seamus winning was a bit weird as well. I thought because he's already. I don't mind Priest. Seamus winning, but getting to him with a chair or something. Don't roll him up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, or it, I, how hard is it just win clean matches? I, I, I don't think catch it, a bro kick out of nowhere. I, I don't think <laughs> it harms Drew too much if he loses to a bro kick. It's, yeah. it's a it's right. a pretty protected move. It's not a big deal. Like you exactly. can afford that, but I think they're just so scared of hurting people that they just end up hurting people winning in the end by yeah. not hurting people oh. losing. On a similar note, in fact, one of my um things I considered for my skid mark, but I didn't go for it, was actually on SmackDown and in in. in terms of crap finishes it wasn't roll-ups but they did two dq finishes on that show 
And that really wound me up because you had the Street Profits and the Usos had a good match to open the show. And that ended in DQ. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. these two tag teams, great tag teams are doing DQ. And then uh, later on in the night, you've got Seth, Seth Rollins and Cesaro having their 6,000th match of the year, which is too many anyway. And then that ended in a <laughs> DQ. And I went nuts. I was like, I can't, what, what are they doing here? Why? And it's similar to the roll-ups on Raw, where you just did too much in one show. Yeah, surely, surely so someone looks... Yeah, surely someone looks at the card and thinks, "Why? Why have we got three roll-ups in in the space of half an hour here? Like, we need yeah, to. They need to someone needs to sort it out. Like, let's just hit some finishes. Let's yeah, let these, just let's why can't why can't the new day hit finishes? Why can't the new day beat beat Mason T Bar clean? Why can't they beat Viking Raiders clean? What's wrong with yeah. that? So they can why win can't... five matches, but they can't. <laughs> they can't exactly. Beat them. Yeah, yeah. It, just it, hit it a does... trouble in paradise. That's that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's a very very good skid mark. Very good skid mark because it's a repetitive it's a repetitive thing, but it's it's I could probably it use it every week. Exactly. I try not to. Yeah. The yeah. good thing is about wrestling this week, I was clutching a little bit of straws. There wasn't yeah, that there was many so much good this week. Yeah, it's been Again, really positive. Yeah, I understand this this is only week three, but this is definitely the hardest skid mark to find. And I'll I'll go next, but yeah, I, I actually think yours is probably the best of the three fish. Um I I just my skid mark is Tony Storm on SmackDown. Um, and it's not even necessarily this this week did wire me up as well, but she she come on Raw, uh, come on SmackDown, sorry, debuted, won one match and then disappeared from our TV. And the next time we see her, she's being chatted up by Dolph Ziggler in the backstage. Yeah, it is and I'm like they're cutting vignettes weeks before she's coming up, making a big deal. Tony time, here she comes. And this is what you have planned for it. You had you have one match and then three weeks no TV and then she's getting chatted up by Dolph Ziggler. That, yeah. that, that's and don't don't call. I, this is similar to my Karen Cross point uh, a couple weeks ago, but don't call people up without a plan. And yeah, exactly. Tony Storm's better than this, man. She, she's yeah. Like, 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 and my notes on this were just WTF. I just couldn't. I was like, I've watched that segment and I, I almost turned off my TV. I was like, I I, I don't care. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And to add to that as well, from Dolph Ziggler's point of view. And I, I, I've said before in previous show that I used to be a massive Dolph Ziggler fan. And obviously, it, as he does less these days, so I'm not. I still like Dolph Ziggler, but um, yeah. you know, it's hard to get behind someone who's booked and just loses every match pretty much these days. But he, his role in WWE seems to be chat up the blonde girl. You know, he had the thing with Mandy Rose. He's had things in the past with Lana, Summer Rae. Do you remember her? Yeah. Um, Oh, there's probably more. Did he honestly. chat Dana Brooke once? Probably. Yeah. Has, he? Yeah. Yes, yeah. he did. I think. Um, and I just don't. I don't, don't get it, man. I just. I don't get it. And I totally agree with what you, everything you said. But to add to it from his point of view as well, why are they doing that constantly with him? I just don't. He his strength is his wrestling, and he just has two minute matches and loses. And yeah, I just yeah he went out and lost to Boogs in two minutes on this show. So. <sighs> After yeah. after that after the conversation with Tony, yeah. whether it's distracting because it was chatting to Tony Storm. I'm not a big fan of, of, of Rick Boogs either. So so this little section for me, yeah, just it, me up. it was shit. Yeah, it was wound rubbish. Me up. Uh, yeah, so, so, so that's that's my skid mark. It's, probably, skid mark. it's, it's probably my uh, least passionate skid mark of the three, but I'm, I'm still not. I think Tony that. Storm is needed in the women's division. So yeah, well, that's, that's the thing. That. The, the, the the roster's not big and SmackDown. You've you've got Kamala and Zelina, which was Fisher's good mark last week, I think, just coming yeah, out it every was. week. Yeah. So why not get Tony Storm involved and have a? I, I just I, I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm not a booker. Yeah, I'll um, I'll quickly go through mine then. So the 24-7 segment on Raw. Now, 24-7 titles had a journey. There's been times when I've hated it and it's been boring. There's been times when I've liked it when Drake Maverick was involved in it originally and he just came back. I think um, some, and, even and some actually, of the R-Truth stuff is, is, is all right. Yeah, some of the stuff's been good. And Reginald, since he's had it, I've actually thought, this is all right. He's flipping around. It's quite, you know, it's, it's entertaining-ish. It's all right. Yeah. I can stomach it. And then he has a random point in this match of Tozawa. Whatever, fine. Last seconds. Innocent. And I, don't, I don't think I even saw the finish of this match. The bell went <laughs> and it was over. And then I thought, okay, that's fine. And then as you, as always, this is the bit I don't like about it. When everyone runs down, because that's the same all the time. And Tozawa, get, not Tozawa, Truth gets in the ring. Cedric Alexander gets in the ring, which was a bit of a like, oh, that's not good for Cedric. Yeah, not yeah, good for Cedric. Cedric's better than that, yeah. And then Reggie jumps over this pile of people. And normally, Drew Gulak's always there. Poor guy. Mm. Sometimes the Lucha House Party are in there, but obviously they had a match earlier in the night, so they weren't there. Jackson, I noticed down, Jackson, yeah. Jackson Riker, Humberto Carrillo were in there, and I was like, okay, whatever. At the back of the queue, Jeff Hardy was there. <laughs> Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Who beat Carrying Cross the other Who beat Carrying Cross? He's a former WWE champion, by the way. He should Jeff not Hardy. be. Jeff Hardy. Mm. One of the... One of the you know, legend. He re-signed his contract to do that. Yeah, exactly. What's the point? And that just really wound me. I was like, poor Jeff, man. Yeah, what this is one, going on? This one wound me up as well. This and really I, I just me. couldn't believe it. Um, and the segment was saved by Drake Maverick returning at the end, which I really liked because I yeah, loved I Drake did enjoy Maverick. That bit, yeah. And I thought the stuff he did with the 24-7 before was gold. But I couldn't get out of my head. I was like, is this what? I mean, it might have been a one-off, right? The next week, he probably won't be there. He might have a match on Roy. He might win. I don't know. But... The fact that he was even there is embarrassing for Jeff, man. And yeah. there was so much about it online and on Twitter. I, I saw so much Such stuff about it. Yeah, I definitely think Jeff's the worst. I wasn't and, happy when I saw Shelton. Wasn't happy when I saw Cedric. And then Jeff was just like the... Even Matt, Matt Hardy actually tweeted about it, kind of. But not directly, but you, you knew that was why he was tweeting, saying how much yeah. he loves his brother and he, he appreciates his brother and stuff. And I was like, he's basically saying, just come over here, mate. We'll just form, yeah. reform the Hardy Boys again. You I know? saw a um, Shelton. It'd be good for Matt as well. Let's it would be good it. for Matt as well. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. I saw um, Shelton Benjamin tweet saying, I can still wrestle, by the way, or something. He made yeah. a really sarcastic comment on Twitter to be like, I'm, I, I'm better than this, but we all know I am. Yeah. It's, it's just... Uh... So... The, the I think sorry just quickly before we round up I think the 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 audacity of the backstage people to walk up to Jeff Hardy and say oh by the way Jeff tonight you're going to be chasing Drew Gulak after the twenty four seven title like you've got some balls to tell Jeff Hardy to do that yeah oh, it's just poor guy probably go back on the drink again yeah well I I, I would after that him. do you know what I, I mean would, that's yeah. it's not good for it it's not good is it <laughs> so. I think that's us fully charged for today, guys. Um, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. We are at Recharge Wrestle. And uh, we're also on the Repo- Re- Republic. <laughs> That'd be a good name for it, actually. We're on the Robot Republic Network. And you can, you can follow them at Robot Republic underscore. Don't forget the underscore. On Twitter. Like, that's, yeah, on Twitter. This is on Twitter. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Krusty out. Yeah, we will see you next week, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.